Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Juvo Hub podcast, your helping hand in property management education. Thank you for tuning into the show. We are excited to have Donja Putnam back with us again to talk to us about another amazing leadership topic. Today, we're going to be focusing on building a culture of accountability. Ooh, <laughs> deep stuff. So we're looking forward to having a great conversation with her. So Donja, just in case um, someone didn't catch the earlier episode, you want to tell us who you are, where you work, give us a little high level of who is this person that is so awesome? Aw, thank you. Well, I am Donja Putnam. I work with Senex Law. We are a multifamily law firm here in Virginia. And what I do on the daily is train property management people, managers, how uh, the, the legal process goes here in Virginia and how to use our software application. Um, my background is 100% property management, born and bred. It's all I've done my entire career. I've been on site for many, many years and then worked my way through several corporate positions. I was a regional manager. I was a marketing director. I was a compliance manager. I like to manage things. So, um, and um, I'm excited to be here today and talk about accountability because I love accountability. <laughs> makes me happy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's no coincidence with all those management positions that you're talking about leadership on on our show. So glad to have you, and glad to have Mark Howell from Howell Creative Concepts, my amazing co-host, as always. So this is going to be a great conversation. It's a tough one, though. Accountability mm -hmm. is one of those words that is just like oh, it can immediately strike fear into someone's heart, but it's part. That's just part of the process. And, and we need to understand what it is, what is its value, how is it going to benefit us as leaders? So, Donja, let's kick it to you. So, why should leaders care about accountability? Well, let me first define accountability is the assurance in my mind, the assurance that an individual organization will be evaluated on the performance and takes responsibility for what they are asked or required to do. So that's just kind of like the general, what we're talking about in accountability. Um, but what accountability does in your prop on your property, in your company, scaling on up is that it improves your culture because you're able to depend upon each other a little bit more if you're holding each other accountable. It allows you as a leader to remove dead wood quickly and effectively. So if you've built this culture of accountability and you're holding everyone responsible for specifications that are defined, you'll find out very soon within the first 90 day probationary period that somebody is not able to meet those expectations. So you'll be able to eliminate dead wood quickly from your organization. And I think this is the most important point is that it creates a sense of fairness. And I'd like to kind of take it back to the property management situation where a lot of us on site were, um, were on site with somebody who was held to different standards because maybe they were a leaser or a closer. Um, and they closed on a lease, they got all of the people in the door, but maybe they came in late all the time, 
or maybe they closed the lease but didn't get the paperwork done or maybe they made promises for these residents that maybe a turn team couldn't keep like you can move in tomorrow and the apartment's not ready and when these situations were talked about upper management and leadership would tell you well they bring in so much money that we have to forgive these and you you have to come in on time and you have to fill in your paperwork and you have to do these but we hold them to a different standard because of the money they bring in so i think accountability and holding that person accountable creates an environment of fairness in your office and to the leadership i would say you can find someone who can be there on time who can lease the apartment who can fill out the paperwork who doesn't make promises that they can't keep so make the environment fair hold everyone accountable to the same standard it could also be like a a property manager who's really good at the money who brings the money in the door but has a lot of resident complaints and can't keep the staff on site hold them accountable for all aspects and you create a sense of fairness otherwise it's like a cancer in your team when you're when you have someone that's not being held to the same standard and not being held accountable you feel it you have people talking about each other and we we feel it's unfair so accountability builds fairness in your culture which improves your culture which make makes people lo- uh, loyal to your company because they feel like they're seen they're held accountable their coworkers are held held accountable everything is fair mm-hmm. So that's why accountability is important. Uh, listen, you know, it's so crazy. I, I have this conversation with many of my clients about holding their employees accountable for the mistakes that are being made. And I, I don't know why it is. It, it, maybe you can help me or maybe the three of us can find some solutions together. I don't know. But uh, many of them struggle with that word and then executing the the um, events that, that, that sort of control accountability, right? Because we're so worried. We're living in this very fearful age where if we're holding our employees too accountable, they'll quit. They'll leave us. We can't, we can't replace them. So it's so fascinating. I agree with you hundred percent that if you don't have some type of standard and you don't hold people accountable, you basically shouldn't have any rules at all because what you're teaching your teams is that none of these real rules really matter. But plus it seems like you could find yourself in a legal um, bind when some an employee could feel that you discriminated against them. So there are a lot of you know variables that scare me around this word accountability because you're right. If people don't stay on the same accountability sort of level, then are you discriminating? Are you breaking the law? But what really are you teaching your employees? But I'll tell you what's happening nowadays is when I ask when I ask managers or regionals. I'll say, why aren't you writing these employees up when they do these, you know, infractions? They're breaking your rules. They're they're not doing their job. And they look at me and they say, well, we all know what happens when you write someone up. They immediately start looking for a new job and we can't replace them right now. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, well, what do you do? How do how can you still hold people accountable without creating that fear of you're going to get fired soon. Does that make sense? I 
I have a recommendation from my personal experience. Yes. So as a leader, you have to make sure your people know that 100% what you're there for is to support and advance them. If you hire and you bring on people and you build this relationship of trust where I am here for you, I care about your success, I am going to try to help you become successful. Um, And in my experience, that is done by listening to them when they have issues, uh, helping them, removing obstacles from their work so that they can get it done, supporting them in situations where there's a tit for tat. Um, Well, if you have proven that what you're there for is to support and move them up in their career, then when you have an issue and you're holding them accountable, they take it as this is something that someone who cares about me is offering me to help me instead of you were naughty. So I think this is a whole bucket. This is a whole other podcast (laughs) in talking about the trust between a leader and an employee and building that trust and making sure they know you are there for them allows you, opens the door to address issues that might be awkward or uh, like you said, people are going to look for a new job. But if you've built that trust with your employees, then I think that they want to be held accountable and get passionate about this. I think that some of the quiet quitting and the searching for other jobs that we're seeing is because people aren't be held accountable because accountability is fair. It feels unfair when someone is held to a different standard than you. And if you're holding everyone to the same standard, it feels like you're in it together. You have camaraderie, you're on the same level. You have the same opportunity to succeed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Totally agree with that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love your passion. Keep that passion going, my friend. Yeah. And you're right. I think there could be, man, I thought of like five other podcast episodes on where this would branch out to. Like, so we don't, we just realistic on the last podcast, we kind of talked about communication and consistency. And that does relate to this. I mean, if there's that pattern that is there, it it it, sh- it should make make that conversation those difficult conversations better, uh, but again, different podcast. And so, thank you for really <laughs> highlighting that. We well, and and it's another word that we're. Mark made an amazing point. You know, just the the legals uh, issues you could yeah. be facing when when you treat one employee differently than the other. It's just. You know, and we should know better. I mean, we deal with fair housing every day. <laughs> you know, it's a law. Yes. This is something that is built into property management professionals is equality. Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing that this it's still an issue. It still needs to be talked about. We know it still happens. So very, yeah. very grateful that we are talking about it for our audience to really give it some thought about accountability. So let's just take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, I know, Donja, you had some studies you wanted to share and talk about with both of us and what are the results. So let's just take a quick break and we will dive into those.
Are sales involved in property management? Anytime a lease is signed, a sale has been made. Training will help sharpen those skills. Jubo Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Sales Fundamentals. Learn more about this course at juvahub.com, your helping hand in property management education. So, so far, we've really just set the stage of the definition of accountability and the necessity of accountability. So now, Donji, you want to share with our audience what are some of the results? Like when someone does, if someone is successful, deploys it, has that equality standard for all employees, no matter whether or not they bring in money and those other points that you brought up, I love that. What's the benefits? How does that help a company? How does that help a leader? How does that help the team? I I did some research on what accountability brings to a team. And what I found is that it brings... Uh, better communication and cooperation, which I think if you feel like things are fair, like we discussed, then you're more apt to share your ideas because you're not hoarding information because things are unfair. So if you have a person that's being treated differently than the rest of the people, maybe not being held accountable and you are being held accountable, then you're not going to want to share ideas with that person because they have it better than you. So you start hoarding your ideas. So I think that it makes sense to me that the sense of cooperation and communication is opened up when you have everyone being accountable for their actions. I think um, another one is uh, fewer mistakes, uh, better decision-making, and more vigilant problem-solving. And I think all of those reflect back to a sense of trust in your coworker. So if you're held accountable and your coworkers are held accountable to the same degree, when you're out of the office and you ask someone to do something for you, it's just like you were doing it. You can depend and trust that they'll get it done. So that opens up your ability to work together to improve the the environment that you're working in because you rely on each other just like you would rely on yourself. You share your ideas, you communicate. It just opens up a whole world of uh, better business, basically, when you um, when you hold people accountable, basically. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mark, you got nothing to say? Man. I don't. I mean, I honestly, I, I, I what she said was pretty perfect. I don't, I don't want to talk just to talk, but yeah, I mean, you're right. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I hope more people hear that and, yeah. and are, are like, mm, that makes a very valid point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when that happens, Donja, on this show, it's literally a drop the mic. So that's it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're, we, we got it. You got it. That was, that was fantastic. You know, and, and I, I'm with Mark. I mean, it's just, it, you know, people, they, they default to the emotion of accountability versus the results of accountability. And I think that's really, you have to get past that. And, and, and if you're a leader that over, you know, it just paint this picture. If you are learning to be a leader or you are a leader and one that is quick to commend, quick to share something positive, quick to build up the team, those times when accountability comes in, you know, it's, it's, it's easier. But if if that's all you are as a leader is the only time you hear Mm -hmm. someone hears from you is when you've done something wrong, 
or you've broken a policy, that's not good. Another podcast, and I want to get on a soapbox <laughs> here, but I love that you brought out those results. I really, that's what our audience needed to hear, Donja, is like this, this is, it works. It works. It takes time. You got to build that culture. But if you stick to it, it's, it's going to breed beautiful results for you, your team, and, and for your organization. So, you know, thank you for sharing some of the, the results of your studies there. So now I know our audience is automatically going to be like, okay, How? well, where do we start? Well, I don't have that right now. How do we get started on building that culture? So take it away, Donja. I think the first step comes from, and I'm thinking of a typical property management company where you have properties and then you have the home office. It's coming, it's coming from setting missions and values, which certainly you can do on a property level or on a team level, where you have strong mission statements and visions for your team so that you know that you all are accountable, you're all honest, you're all working for excellence. You have these values that you talk about as a team and you use that to guide all the work that you do. So I really think that having a mission and a value, especially at a property management company level, but even as a team leader on a site, if you have a value there or a mission statement there that you're using, that helps guide everybody to the same level of accountability. Um, I think, and this might be, I don't know if it's controversial, who knows, but I think it's important that the team has a say in new members. Because if you're counting on accountability to open communication, to make better teamwork amongst a team, and you just decide who you're dropping in that team without letting them talk to the person or getting to know the person, you don't know all the dynamics if you're not in the team and they have to work together with them. So I think having uh, a team have a say in who joins it is important for holding people accountable. I think telling employees why you're doing something and starting with the foundation of why, when you have a policy, okay, sidebar, I love policy. As you could tell because I was a, a compliance manager, but this is how I think of policy. Policy is the space to be free and do anything you want within that policy. And that builds accountability because you have put in the barriers of all you want that person to do. So when the person starts out, you may give them a very small policy box to work into until you've developed trust and they've shown that they're accountable for themselves and their actions. And then you build them a bigger and bigger box to where they have all this, people think, oh, policy restricts your freedom, no. Policy makes you be free to do whatever you want to do in that policy. But the policy has to start with why, why you have the policy, and then you build on the compliance portion of it. So when you're building a, a culture of accountability, you need to let people know why. Why do they have to be on time? Because we have a sign on our door that promises our residents and customers that we will be here at nine o'clock, not at 9.05, not at 9.15, not coming in at nine o'clock to put our lunch in the box and the refrigerator, the box <laughs> in the refrigerator or uh, putting down our coats. We will be open for business for their needs at nine o'clock. That's a promise we make. So that's the why. And then the policy is you should be at the office five minutes beforehand to put your lunch in the box. Why is it a box? 
lunch in the refrigerator um, or, <laughs> or whatever you need to do to take your coat off, hang it up, prepare for your day, be there for your customers at nine o'clock. So you start with that why. So I think everything you do starts with why. Um, I also think onboarding new team members is probably a super important part of this. So when you're onboarding new team members, you want to set clear expectations of how we do business in our accountable area. This is what we expect from you. These are the clear expectations, and these are the consequences if you don't meet those expectations. And if you do that at the very beginning, then there's never the awkwardness of they've been doing this for two years and you're just now dealing with it. That gets more and more awkward. Um, I think setting goals for new employees helps hold them accountable. You know, where should they be in three or six months? What do you expect out of them? And then the final aspect and probably the most important one is being able to accept candid feedback from your employees. So making them comfortable enough to come in and tell you when someone's not being held accountable or what they think about accountability or where you stand to start this journey of accountability is really hard as leadership because you're going to get some people who are like, this person doesn't do nothing around here. <laughs> or you're going to get, you ask too much of us. We can't do this. So you're going to get all this feedback that you have to kind of sift through and decide where you're going to start your journey and then set your mission and your values and your goals and start supporting that. And that's, that's how I would build accountability in a company. Uh, look, I, I need to go backwards a little. You said so many great things. One thing that really resonated with me is letting people be a part of the interviewing process. I love that because yeah. there've been so many times when, look, it's an art to cultivate great teams. Many people don't know how to do that. Many leaders don't know how to do that. They don't know how to do it well. Um, they don't know how to balance the energies and the personalities in their own office. And so I think it's, it's a brilliant idea to let everyone be a part of some type of touch point during the interviewing process to, to ask them, even as a manager, the leader, it, it's helpful for me to be able to identify when someone has a comment about the applicant and to see the energy in the way that they're speaking about this person, because that will tell me maybe what might happen in the future with this dynamic. So I love that. Um, you know, you, you said so much that was so great, but listen, the accountability from a leadership standpoint, um, it is hard because you you want to make sure that, like you say, you have these policies. Oh, and I'm sorry, I, I have to digress a little because the first thing you said was the mission statement, and that was on my mind, creating a mission statement. I always tell teams that I'm working with, even if your company doesn't have a mission statement, create one for your property, your own team, have something that you guys as a team can, can fight for, believe in, stand for. So I apologize that that was the first thing that was in my yes. mind to, to yes. say, because I love that. And many times I'll ask people, um, do you know what your company mission statement is? Do you know what your um, standards are? And a lot of on-site employees have no clue. They don't know. And so I, I ask them, I say, well, how are you keeping 
that mission statement alive as an employee if you don't even know what it is. And so when you think about all these things you're saying, accountability and being responsible and, you know, and making sure that, that there is fairness. I mean, first of all, my goodness, start with a mission statement that sort of governs the way you all will behave. Let us all be a part of how we're going to work in this team and who we choose to allow in the team. Um, all of that is brilliant. Love it. I have I have a comment about uh, letting team members interview. So people do treat like I was a regional manager and I was on site. People treat regional managers differently. It's Miss Putnam instead of <laughs> Don Jack. So when people are interviewing, we can only assume that if they're interviewing with like a, a manager or a regional or something, they have are on their best behavior. But when you let another leasing consultant talk to them, they kind of ease in there and they may say some things that reveal stuff yeah. to you that, you know, you could wouldn't have found out otherwise because they were in interview behavior instead of in casual conversation. So I think that's a valuable tool for digging in and, and find out who people yeah, really are. Absolutely. <laughs> spot on, spot on. Yeah. There was, a, there was a lot. That's one thing I love about recorded podcasts though, Donja is they have that little feature where you can click and it goes back 15 seconds and go back 30 seconds. I can't tell you how many different, uh, shows I've listened to. I'm like, what did he just say? What did she just say? <laughs> and I think that's going to happen with all of your comments when it comes to getting started. Our, our audience is going to need to take some notes. Thankfully, we'll have this in blog version at, at some future point. But definitely, there was a lot there to chew on. So awesome. This has been a great, great conversation on building a culture of accountability. And I digress too. It's like, man, there was just so many other little topics like that we could build on from here. But what what a nice foundation! Uh, thank you for being on the show again. Number one, that was this has been amazing. And two, this particular topic, even though it has a little bit of a fear factor to it, I truly believe that you you laid it out in such a way that. This is just another tool to gain success for your team. So for our audience, make sure, yeah, if you need to, hit that little rewind button, go back a couple minutes, mm -hmm. take some notes, see what you can do today to implement what Donja has been teaching us on our show about building a culture of accountability. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. How can people connect with you, Donja? So I, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Donja Putnam. I'm going to spell my name. Uh, it's D-O-N-J-E-P-U-T-N-A-M. So if you go on LinkedIn and look for me, I'm there. I love to talk about all things multifamily training, leadership, and tech. Awesome. Thank you for that. Mark Howell, Howell Creative Concepts. Yes. Uh, people Howell, stay in touch with you. HowellCreativeConcepts.com. Howell is spelled H-O-W-L. Uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Mark Howell, which is H-O-W-E-L-L. Uh, -L. So either place you can find me. I'd love to have kind of uh, any kind of conversation that you you would like to talk about with me. And Donja, I want to just say, like, I, I want your contact information because your legal expertise is going to become um, very well sought after. I'm so glad we've had someone in this role on our podcast because I, you must stay very busy in what, with what you do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs>
It's great. Yeah. It's great though, That's... because I work with property managers and I love property managers. Good. So they are my good. people. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. I, I can just be a fly on the wall for those conversations that you have from a compliance standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our, our industry lives, eats and breathes compliance. So yeah, kudos yeah. to kudos to you and your team for what you do for the industry. Yeah. And we look forward to having you back on the show. I think we, we, yeah. we identified a bunch of other topics. So oh, yeah. glad to have you as an industry speaker available for our show today and Mark you as well. Appreciate all you do for the industry all the classes that you teach it really really benefits our industry keeps us on our toes absolutely so for our our, our um, listeners just a quick reminder if this is your first time on the show please take a moment and like us on your podcast if you've listened to the show before we would love a review so take just take a minute and give us a, a thumbs up give us some stars give us some comments on what you think about the show if you prefer video format this show is available on YouTube just search on YouTube for Juvo hub J-U-V-O-H-U-B, and you will find the show. Make sure you follow and subscribe to us there. And on Instagram at JuvoHub, be sure to follow us as we are working on a ton of new content specifically for that social channel. So thank you, everyone. Looking forward to seeing you on our next show. Until next time, class dismissed. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.